Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Liberated Woman podcast. I'm your host, Shanee. I'm a rebirthing breathwork facilitator, ancestral healer, and spiritual guide, and it's my life's mission to support women just like you on your path to spiritual awakening and feel safe in doing so. This podcast is for you to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your consciousness, and reclaim the truth of who you really are. If you know that you are ready for more and want to stop playing small and take radical responsibility for your healing, expansion, and liberation so that you can live your life in your highest pleasure, you've come to the right space. Each episode, you will receive a deepening of your feminine wisdom so that you can be reminded of the magic and power that already lives in you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of The Liberated Woman. I'm so excited that you are dropping in once again for nuggets of feminine wisdom as you awaken into your feminine and find yourself on the path to wild liberation. My name is Shani, I am your host, and I'm really excited to be sharing with you today an episode all around why dance and movement is one of the most important things that you can do in your life for your wild liberation. As a woman awakening on the path to your divine feminine essence, to the sacredness and the remembrance of who you are, you are coming into a state of your primal feminine energy, your primal feminine essence before society conditioned you to be a certain way before you had to masculinize yourself and put a hard armor and a shell around you to protect yourself and to be able to navigate your way through a very very masculine oriented world inside us lives our primal essence and we are coming back now into that remembrance and into that connection that lives deep within us that feels extremely primal and part of that is your ability to move and shake your body. So today I really want to share with you a little bit about my personal story with dance and movement as part of my wild liberation, but also why and how it can benefit you so much on this path and the types of places that you can find the types of dance that I'm going to talk about and why they can be so beneficial to you as you awaken into your feminine. So, you know, dance is something that you've probably done since you were a young child at birthday parties, just in the kitchen in your house. Maybe your parents encouraged you to dance. Maybe you just enjoyed moving your body. And you'll notice that young children are much more able to feel their body sensations than we are as adults. They experience something and almost instantly they will feel that emotion that's connected so whether it's that they fall down or they bump them bump their head or they fall down on their bottom or they touch something that they shouldn't they're far more likely to express their feelings through movement through crying through emotion through vocal expression and that's something that we tend to lose as we get older and as we learn to swallow those feelings, swallow our shame, swallow the emotions because we don't want to look like a fool or we don't want to look silly in front of other people and we suppress those movements. 
It's the same in the wild. You'll see when animals experience some kind of trauma, they tend to shake their bodies out. They move their bodies through. Whereas we as humans tend to hold it and contract it. And with that, we hold our breath. And with that, we store the memory into our cellular system and it will come back when we're triggered again, that memory will unconscious that lives in your subconscious, it will come back up and you'll experience that. And you might go into freeze response or you might go into fight or flight or you might even go into fawn. Now, I spent most of my life in a freeze response. I unfortunately was in a very abusive relationship from the ages of 19 to 23. And during that time, I was really deeply emotionally abused and physically abused. And during that time, I learned to swallow my voice, to hold my breath, to shrink to try and get away from him, shrink to try and not make a fuss, try and not be seen, try not to provoke him because I never knew what he was going to do. And as a result, my body contracted so much, I went into freeze and overwhelm and it it stopped me from actually being able to move my body in any kind of way really that allowed me to feel any kind of freedom within my body. And I lived that way for quite a number of years. Not long after I managed to escape that relationship, I was in a really bad car accident where they had to cut me out of the car. I was put into hospital. Um, I was quite badly injured and that injury lasted for quite a number of months whilst I was in recovery and I couldn't do any exercise. I couldn't really move. It wasn't until about maybe five months after the accident that I started to gently go swimming as my first activity to get my body moving again. But during that time, I also put on a lot of weight. I felt really unconfident in myself. I was still recovering from PTSD from the relationship, from having to take him to court because he was stalking me after the relationship and from the car accident. So there was quite a number of things causing me to be in my freeze trauma response. And I didn't know that there was such a thing as free dance or ecstatic dance or a dance that encourages you just to free flow in your body and be in your essence. I didn't know that existed at that time. And I didn't really know at that time either how to support myself from getting out of this freeze response, which affected all areas of my life into decision-making, into like the smallest decisions, like choosing a meal off a menu totally overwhelmed me. And I'd go into freeze and I just wouldn't be able to pick something you know, navigating where I needed to go for the day, all these things, I just would go straight back into my freeze. And I didn't know how to move my body. And it wasn't until uh, about almost 10 years later, when I was still processing my PTSD, that I discovered ecstatic dance. This was during the time I was living in Israel, I'd started some breathwork sessions, which was which really helped me to start to open up and connect back to my body and to start to trust and to feel my body. And then through the breathwork sessions, I found women's circles and through the women's circles, I found dance events, ecstatic dance and cacao 
And I started to explore what this might be like. And I remember the first time I went to an ecstatic dance, how frozen I was in my body and how much I judged myself and how little compassion I had for myself when I looked around the room at all the other women dancing and thought like, how comes I can't dance like them? They look so sensual. They look so free. They look so wild. They look so liberated. And I am so stuck to the ground. Like my feet just simply wouldn't move. And it took me quite a number of times to go to these events, to put myself in those uncomfortable situations, to start to challenge myself just to move my body that little bit. And when I started to do that, I started to find that memories were coming up for me at a cellular level through my body. There were movements and noises that would come out of me that I didn't know I was carrying inside anger, fear, pain, ecstasy, bliss, joy, pleasure, excitement. All of these emotions would bubble up as I was dancing in this freestyle of ecstatic dance. And ecstatic dance is essentially if a good ecstatic dance DJ will curate a, a DJ set where the journey builds up. So you start off with quite soft, slow tunes, and then they'll fade it into a mix it with other tunes. It starts to build up. You start to go through a journey where the beat increases, where the tempo might increase. So it's like getting you into a state of natural ecstasy, of natural high through moving your body, through dance, through expressing yourself, both vocally and physically through movement, and then connecting with your body in ways that you might not otherwise connect with your body. And what I found through these ecstatic dance journeys was that it started to reduce my stress levels. It started to reduce my anxiety because when you dance, you're releasing endorphins, you are activating your serotonin, your happy hormones, and you are literally recoding and rewiring your nervous system to let yourself know that you are safe in your body. <laughs> it's quite incredible what can come up when you just allow your body to lead the way. You take your mind out of it. You remove the judgment of yourself. You remove the judgment of others and you just allow yourself to be in the journey. And that might feel really difficult to begin with. It might feel really uncomfortable and you might feel really silly and you might feel like, how am I supposed to do this? Like I haven't danced since I was a kid this way. I don't know how to move my body. But the more that you do it, the more that your body remembers and the more you're activating your sacred remembrance because dance is primal and it's tribal. People have been dancing on the earth the feminine has been dancing on the earth for centuries. Dance is part of every single culture on this planet. There's not one culture that does not have a dance in their lives, in their culture, in the way that they live. It is one of, it's a form of communication. It's a form of communication with your own body. It's a form of communication with other people. It's a form of communication with the earth and the planet. And it's a form of communication with your feminine. And it is a beautiful journey that you get to go on for your wild liberation and for freeing yourself up. Because when you start to reduce that stress and anxiety and you're releasing your serotonin and your endorphins, it's improving your mood. 
Like it's literally a mood booster. Like, you know, if you just put some banging tunes on in your kitchen and you have a boogie, how much your mood increases. It's fun. It's fun when we can learn to let go of the expectations of what we need to look like in order to please somebody or in order to attract somebody's attention or in order to gain the validation of somebody else. Because for lots of us women, we've been under the gaze of other people and we're moving our body in certain ways. And so shame can rise up when you're dancing this way. Shame that you might be sexually enticing to someone, shame that you might feel like you're you're creating an atmosphere or inviting somebody into your space just by the way that you move your body. But your body is your temple and it's your pleasure portal and it's your way of expressing yourself. And when you can let go of the judgment that other people are watching you and you can let go of the need to for validation for other people to approve of the way that you look and you can go on an inner journey with yourself, it can improve your mood, it can reduce your stress and anxiety, it can increase your self-confidence because when you feel comfortable in your own skin and when you feel comfortable with the way that you can move your body, you start to feel comfortable and safe that your body is carrying you, that your body is your vessel, that your body is your temple and that you are the steward of that space. It's your house. It's where you live. So dancing is a way of cleaning out your house, cleaning out your temple, getting the energy and the chi flowing, bringing in life force energy connecting with your wild, connecting with your primal, connecting with your sensuality, with your sexuality, connecting with your desires, connecting with your intentions, with your visions, with your dreams. On a physical level, it keeps you fit. You feel as if you've worked out, you feel as if you've exerted energy. It's good for your heart. It's good for your oxygen levels. And all of that helps to boost your mood and brings you to a place of clarity. And with clarity comes more liberation. The clearer you can get on who you are and what your visions and your goals and your dreams and your desires are, the the more aligned you feel, the more alive you feel in your body. Dancing reduces stiffness and contraction. When I mentioned to you earlier that I lived in freeze response, one of the things that I experienced a lot was extreme stiffness in my body, like so contracted, I would constantly have pain, back pain, pain in my thighs, pain around my chest, pain around my throat. And the more I move my body and the more that I dance and the more that I just allow my body to guide the way, get out of my head and into my body, the less pain I feel, the less stiffness I feel, the more alive I feel, the more in tune with my feminine I feel. It's a great way as well to relax and unwind, slow dance, slowing the dance down, touching yourself in certain ways, allowing the slow, soft touch of your hand on your skin, hugging yourself, moving that energy, letting your body know that it's safe, 
no matter what's going on in the external world, can really actually calm down your parasympathetic and it can help you even improve your quality of sleep. Because when you're doing a dance like ecstatic dance, a free flow dance, a dance with no choreography, a dance with no set moves, it's not a performance. You're not there to perform for somebody. You're there to have an experience. You're there to be in your body and to allow yourself to move through any stuck energy, residual stagnancy, anger, fear, pain, anxiety, anything that is like being harnessed in your body and needs to move. Ecstatic dance, shaking, moving, free flow dance is the best thing that you can do along with breath work, in my opinion, to help you move through those feelings. It's so tribal. Just try stamping your feet on the earth and breathing. Just see how connected and grounded that makes you when you shake it out and you stamp your feet on the ground and you feel the rhythm of your feet on the ground, like the rhythm and the beat of the drum, like the rhythm and the beat of your heart and know that you are connected to the earth because you are a woman and you are the feminine and you are the land and you are nature and nature has a rhythm. Everything in nature has a rhythm and we have a rhythm. And when we activate that rhythm in our bodies and we allow it to move through us, it can be so wildly liberating. One of the reasons that people love coming to my Awaken Your Inner Goddess event is because of the element of ecstatic dance. When I get feedback from the women about the event, they love all, all the different activities and workshops and opening ceremonies and the meditations and the breath work and all the different things that we do. But the thing that they always love the most is the ecstatic dance. They always say to me, wow, what a journey. I had things come up that I didn't even know lived in my soma, in my body. I had thoughts and triggers that I didn't even know I felt. I experienced emotions that have been so deeply suppressed and locked down for so long. I felt a deeper sense of connection to my ancestors. I felt a deeper sense of connection to myself. I came back to myself. I came back to my body. I feel more alive. I feel more whole. I feel more liberated. I feel wild. And one of the things that I encourage them to do during the dance portion of Awaken Your Inner Goddess is to go on an inward journey. So in the ecstatic dance part, there's no talking. It's not an open dance floor where you're having a chat with other people. You're not having a drink. It's a sober event. No alcohol, because I want you to feel your body from a place of purity, from a place of consciousness, not through a mask or a lens of anything else, any other substances that you might put in your body. So then you're not talking to other people. It's a sacred space. We open up the space and you're going on an inward journey. So it's encouraged to close your eyes and go on the journey and just allow your body to do the movement. And when you feel your mind judging you or you feel the chatter in your mind coming up, telling you like, you look silly or I don't know how to do this or I feel really frozen. I feel really stuck. I don't know how to move my body. Tune in and listen to that. 
and then take a breath and come back to the body. And it's okay if you want to be in stillness for a while. It's okay if you want to just sit on the floor or lie on the floor and just gently touch your body. You don't always have to be moving in ecstatic dance. You get to choose and you get to feel what your body desires in every given moment. You're following your eros. You're following what feels good for you. You're cultivating your intuition and you're tuning into your own gnosis and you're allowing that primal feminine essence to take over. And then it gets to move intuitively into a state of flow. And this process is a type of what's known as a neuromodulation because it actually results in neuroplastic changes in your brain. And neuromodulation is a term that's used to describe just any process that's used to kind of like hack the nervous system, right? To change how your neurons are firing. And the idea is that you have achieve a different outcome. So one of the ways that you could hack your nervous system is breath work. Another way would be to do some EFT tapping. Another way might be to shake. Another way might be to dance and to move. So like, think of it like this. Imagine you have a really hot cup of tea or some hot soup and you take a sip and you burn your tongue because it's too hot. So what do you do? You like stick out your tongue. Maybe you flap your hands up and down to try and cool your mouth down. And then you've probably noticed that the painful sensation from the burn, from the hot tea or the soup actually starts to ease because you're giving your nervous system something new to process. So like the hands flapping up and down and the sensation of sticking your tongue out or moving your tongue around or opening your mouth. Um, so then the neurons are responsible for the normal or pleasant sensation take over and basically get rid of all the, the chatter or the noise that's telling you that you're in pain, right? The neurons that are responsible for the pain. So when you dance freely without choreography to a beat, to a rhythm, you're tapping into your primal essence, you get to feel your body and your sensory circuits. In this instance, it could be touch, it's hearing because you're listening to the music, it could be your spatial awareness because you're feeling your way around wherever it is that you're dancing, whether it's outside in nature or in a yoga studio or just in your bedroom at home. You are bringing new information back to the brain. And then your motor circuits send information to your muscles and your glands and instruct your body to keep on moving and you get to feel the sensations that come up for you. They might be uncomfortable sensations. They might be ecstasy. They might be bliss. They might be joy. But either way, you are feeling. And that is so important. We are so used to in society, like numbing ourselves out, having a drink, you know, <clears throat> watching Netflix all the time. And there's no shame or shade in it doing any of that. But in order to become a liberated woman, you need to be able to feel and to feel at a depth that allows you to access the parts of yourself that have been oppressed and suppressed. As a collective for women for centuries, our bodies have been shamed, our bodies have been sexualized, our bodies have been dragged through the mud. Mary Magdalene was called a prostitute, she was called a whore and she was shamed and she was cut out of the gospel. And she is one of the greatest feminine teachers of our time. So we are doing this for remembrance. We are doing this to say, no, we, our bodies are not shameful. Our bodies are our temple and our bodies are amazing. Like I am a fan of my body these days. I didn't used to be, 
because I couldn't access it because I was frozen. I was so avoidant and shut down that I couldn't feel anything in my body. I was just numb for so many years. And now that I can feel sensations in my body, even the difficult ones, I know I'm alive. I'm alive when I feel and when I feel I can move through and I can alchemize and I can transform and I can change and I can keep forging my path to my wild liberation. And you can too, through the power of dance, through the power of your free flowing movement, releasing serotonin, releasing endorphins, feeling your heart rate increase, getting yourself into a rhythm, connecting with the earth, connecting with yourself, your body, and in an event like Awaken Your Inner Goddess, connecting with other women too. And doing this as a collective of women is even more powerful. It amplifies the energy in the room. So if you've never been to a sober conscious event with ecstatic dance, I highly, highly encourage you to find one wherever you live in your area. There are loads of them about. If you are in Norfolk or Norwich or you want to travel, the next Awaken Your Inner Goddess is on the 30th of September at 2 p.m. at Norwich Yoga Central. I'm so excited. This is the fourth time I'm running this event and every time it is magical. Every time the women who come walk away feeling wild, feeling liberated, feeling connected, feeling alive, feeling so nourished in body, mind and soul that I can't wait to run it again. I can't wait to keep running this event. This event literally channeled through me. It channeled through my womb. It didn't come from my mind. I was dancing and moving when this event came through me. That's how powerful the the, the power of dance is. When I was moving my body and connecting to my womb and connecting to my feminine essence, this just channeled through so easily. The whole thing just formed. And I was like, right, I'm going to create this event. And I put it out there and it sold out. And it sold out every single time. So the early birds have already gone. So if you want to come and you want to get a ticket, get in there now so that you don't miss out on your chance to come and join me and your sisters and all the other goddesses for the beautiful immersive event of Awaken Your Inner Goddess. This time we're going to have a crystal workshop by Trisha, who you'll have heard on the previous podcast episode talking about crystals and how you can use them on your spiritual path. We're going to have an ecstatic dance. We'll have an opening ceremony, a meditation, some breath work, a closing ceremony. Upstairs, we'll have the beautiful goddess market with loads of beautiful local female-owned products. We've got someone offering Reiki and reflexology and Indian head massage in the therapy room so you can pamper yourself. There's always yummy snacks on sale. There's always a raffle and all the money from the raffle goes to the Magdalene Group, which is a charity that supports women who have been sexually abused and exploited. I can't wait to welcome you back into the Goddess Temple for Awaken Your Inner Goddess. 30th of September, two o'clock, Norwich Yoga Central. Get your tickets now. I'm linking them into the show notes. You can also head to my website, www.shaneebellacoaching.co.uk or head to my Instagram at underscore shaneebella. All the links are in my bio. You can find it in multiple places on Eventbrite. Get your tickets and come and get your Shakti shake on. Let's release those endorphins, that serotonin. Come and feel alive. Come and feel connected and come and experience why this kind of dance is so wildly liberating. 
Until next week, I hope you have a magical day. Thank you for tuning in once again to another episode of The Liberated Woman. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Liberated Woman podcast. I hope this episode has landed in your heart and activated and awakened you in some way. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps more awakening women on their spiritual path to reach out and gives them a safe space to drop in and feel connected and empowered. I'd love to connect with you over on my IG at underscore Shani Bella and in my Facebook group, The Divine School of Feminine Awakening. Until then, have a magical day.